Good morning. It's a privilege again to be here and to come and share God's word with you. Greetings from Pastor Louis in the South. He's there sharing the word this morning. Also, please note that next week we have another guest speaker. It's going to be Masati from the Ravi Zagaraya Ministries. What a privilege that we can come together this morning in a deep time of worship. May I please ask you if you please open with me in the book of Romans. Romans chapter 16. We're going to read verse 1 and 2. Romans chapter 16, verse 1 and 2. I'm going to read from the New King James Version. This is how it reads. I commend to you Phoebe, our sister, who is a servant of the church in Centuria, that you may receive her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints and assist her in whatever business she has need of you. For indeed, she has been a helper of many and also of myself. Once again, I commend to you Phoebe, our sister, who is a servant of the church in Centuria, that you may receive her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints and assist her in whatever business she has need of you. For indeed, she has been a helper of many and also and of myself also. Let us bow our heads, close our eyes, and let's pray. Father, we want to thank you that your word is truth, your word is life. Apart from your word, Lord, it will be so difficult to understand and to know you more. Father, as we unpack and as we go through your word together, Lord, may you speak into our hearts. May you clarify things, Lord. May you bring healing where it needs to be also. In Jesus' name, amen. The title of my message this morning is Phoebe, the Seventh Hero. Phoebe, the Seventh Hero. Now, the question that one may have is this. Who was Phoebe? Who was Phoebe? Why is she so important in the Bible? Why did Paul feel compelled to be able to speak so much about her? Why did Paul feel that he needs to commend her? in front of this congregation of the Romans. And so in this letter, in this passage that we just read now, we get some form of an understanding of who was Phoebe. And we start to understand what was actually her role. Why is she first on this list? What makes her so special that she is commended? If you read throughout all the epistles of Paul, none of them ends like this one. It was as if he was trying to say something about Phoebe. I commend to you our sister, Phoebe. Hmm? Who was this person? Who was Phoebe? Now, maybe the best thing we can do as you read through church history, as the scholars also mention, Phoebe was a Roman secular name. The name means radiant or light. And so we know in that time in Corinth, the Roman Empire was ruling the whole place. 
and names like Phoebe, it was someone that probably was in slavery before she became who we know her to be. These names, we knew for a fact that they were people of a lower class in that time and era. But today, in this passage, Paul says, I commend to you Phoebe, our sister. As if to say, please see her for who she really is, not for who she was before. So this morning, I want to highlight four main principles about Phoebe. Four main principles about Phoebe. We know for a fact that when Paul was writing this letter, that Phoebe was like a postwoman. You know there's a postman? She was a postwoman. She had to take this letter, this epistle, and take it to Romans, because Paul has never been to Rome. He was under house arrest at the time. But now Paul trusts her to take this letter and deliver it to the congregation in Rome. And so we learn about Phoebe some main key principles here. She was just not this typical normal woman. She was a special kind of woman. In an era and in a time where women didn't have any value. They were treated like property. But here's Paul, ahead of his time, puts a commendation on her, validates her, esteems her, puts her in a high position where women at the time only had an identity whereby you only have your identity if you've got a man. If you were a, husband, if you were a wife, of someone, then you had an identity. So what are these key main principles that we learn about Phoebe? First of all, for a person of a caliber to be able to be trusted at that level, it's a big deal. So already we can take from that and we can say this. Our first main principle that we learn from Phoebe is this. Phoebe was faithful. Phoebe was faithful. I used something called artistic license. <laughs> Phoebe was faithful. You can see my faithful has a PH. Just to remind you, who are we talking about? Phoebe was faithful. What does Phoebe show us? Born probably as a slave, abused, looked down upon. What do we take about the fact that she was faithful? Well, Paul trusted her to deliver this letter. Those days, it was not easy. You don't just get on the street and you go and you put your post in. No, those days it was difficult. If you had to go from one city to another, you needed some people to go with you. You needed guards. You needed protection. Because anything on the highway, yay, game over. There were robbers all over. There were no street lights. There was nothing. It was a difficult time. But Phoebe, Paul knew she was faithful. 
So what do we learn from her faithfulness? For, from her being trustworthy. We learn from Phoebe that your past doesn't dictate your future. That your past doesn't dictate your future. The fact that you had a sinful life, the fact that you had a difficult upbringing, the fact that it was challenging when you were growing up. For Phoebe, she is showing us that your past doesn't dictate your future. But can I tell you this? Your past doesn't dictate your future because of what Christ has done. It is only in Christ where our future is dictated by him. It's only in Christ where our life of sin is forgiven and cleansed by his blood and we have a future in him. It is only in Christ where our upbringing might have been difficult and when we come into Christ, our lives are different. Our lives are changed. It's as if it was dark, this side, but this side of Christ, there's light. Phoebe shows that when you are in Christ, the challenges that you go through, there might be a given in this life, but in Christ, you are able to overcome those challenges. Your past doesn't dictate your future. Your past doesn't dictate your future. Because if it's in Christ, everything is redeemed. And so Phoebe shows us that it doesn't matter where she was from, the environment where women were looked down, were treated as property, were probably misused and abused. She took and she met the Lord. That's why Paul says, I commend to you my sister, our sister, Phoebe. It shows us that he put this approval on her. She knew the Lord. Her past didn't dictate her future. I would like to encourage you this morning. May your past not dictate your future. Because when you are in Christ, he turns it all for the good. The second main point that we learn from Phoebe is this. Phoebe was fierce. Phoebe was fierce. Do you like my PH? <laughs> Phoebe was fierce because how can she take that letter in an era where if you were on this long road towards Rome, you would be robbed. Your property, you might be even killed. But she was fierce. She was bold to take serious steps. And she took the boldness to go there and deliver this letter. Man, Phoebe inspires me. She inspires me to be bold, to stand up when things are challenging and when things are difficult. But can you imagine? Here's Paul, one of the greatest apostles of the time. He takes out this letter and he gives it to a woman. 
and she has to go and deliver this letter. Can you imagine what happens on the road when there were guys, maybe they were traveling with her? They're probably thinking, why didn't Paul give it to me? Surely I can get this letter delivered. Surely I can do a better job. Interesting enough, Paul goes on in this passage. He doesn't only commend her, our sister, Phoebe. He says, he says that she is also a servant in the church in Centuria. In other versions, it says that she was a deacon in the church in Centuria. And so, Phoebe was also a leader. She was also a leader. And to be a leader, there comes a time when you are called to be fierce. To not take on what other people are saying about you. So why was Phoebe fierce? Well, based on her background, based on who she was in that time, we take this principle from her. Phoebe was fierce because she didn't let other people's perception of her define who she was. She didn't let other people's perception of who she is define, define her. She allowed that Christ and what Christ has done in her life, through her life, she allowed that to be what defines her. Today you might be sitting here. I wonder what defines you. Is it where you stay, where you drive, where you work? I don't know. But Phoebe didn't allow this to define her. What other people saw, what other people thought of her, there might have been others discouraging her. It didn't matter because she didn't let other people's perception of her define who she was. And so we are called. As we look at this life of Phoebe, she was just beyond just delivering a letter. There were some key things, some key principles that she lived by. And we can see this in how she did things. So Phoebe was faithful. Her past didn't dictate her future. Phoebe was fierce. Why? Because she didn't let other people's perception of her define who she was. The third main point, the third main point, Phoebe was fantastic. <laughs> Phoebe was fantastic. Why do we say that Phoebe was fantastic? Because in the passage, we see how Paul says that she has been helpful to other people, to so many other people. But also she was helpful to Paul. It means she was a resourceful lady. Everyone who was around Phoebe enjoyed her company. She, they enjoyed who she was. She was always helpful, always engaging with those around her. Phoebe was fantastic. 
some time ago, I had a, a thing where I wanted to come and, and, and study. I was in metric and I wanted to study theology. I had a teacher. The teacher was my grade 12 teacher, Mem Don't Touch. She, um, that was her name. It was a German name, Don't Touch. Yeah, something. I don't know how. <laughs> um, it was Mem Don't Touch. Mem Don't Touch was wonderful. She loved the Lord. She did assemblies at school. And so when I was about to finish my matric, she came to me and she said, Lutsulo, what would you like to study? And I said, Mem, I would like to study theology, Bible, something. She said to me, oh, okay, where do you want to go? So I told her, I want to go in one of the colleges or a varsity. I will see. I'm not so sure. So she said to me, no, no problem. I know a place. This place is called Headful Christian Church. If you go there, they have, they have a place where you can study theology. So I thought, oh, no, it's us. that sounds great, because I didn't know where to go exactly. And so what happened was when I got this place that there's Headful Christian Church, I didn't know where it was. I didn't have an access to a map at that time. I was in Harangua, a grade 12 student. After I finished my matric, I wanted to find where Headful Christian Church is. But now I followed the name, Headfield Christian Church. Headfield Christian Church. I went to a guy in our township that time. His name was Brandava. Brandava. He was so cool, this guy. He was the kind of guy where if you go to him and you say, I need assistance, I need help with something, he just seemed to be our Google of the time. He knew everything that needs to be done at the given time. So I went to Brandava, and Brandava, do you know how I can get to Hetfield, but using a train, because I couldn't afford a taxi that time. I didn't know where I would be going if I took a taxi. Brandava said, yes, of course, I know where this place is. I know where Hetfield is. So I said, how do we get there? He said, no, we need to buy, obviously, a train ticket. Afterwards, we're gonna get on the train from Harangua Station, and we're going to get to Bosman. From Bosman, we're going to take another one that goes to Risiki. And there, we're going to find Hetfield. So I said, no problem, Brandaba. Are we going to do it tomorrow? Yes, yes. So I packed all, all I need, money that I need. Got to the train, bought the ticket, went all the way to Bosman Station. After Bosman Station, we got on the train going to Risiki. When we got to Risiki, climbed off, went around to the next nearest shop. I got there with Brandaba. And we were asking, where is Hetfield Christian Church? The shopkeeper said to us, Hetfield Christian Church? You know, it used to be here in Anderson Street, but now it's no longer here. It's there close to Main Lane. I'm like, oh, Main Lane? Where is that now? <laughs> so we asked him, how do we get there? He says, are you walking or are you driving? <laughs> we are walking. Says, sure. <laughs> if you are walking, you're going to have to take the main road. He was showing us Linwood. And he says, you have to walk all the way. Then you're going to see signs that say main lane. <laughs> so I looked at Brandaba and I said, Brandaba, I don't think this is possible. But Brandaba was always fantastic. He was always positive. He said to me, 
Briaga, which means my brother. Briaga, arvaye. My brother, let's go. We can't come so far only to go back home. We walked with Brandaba all the way to Menling. We got to Menling, they told us we are not there yet. <laughs> we walked from there up until here. I got the forms, I applied, I studied, now I'm here. Brandaba was fantastic. You know what he did? You know what he did, Brandaba, for me? He did what Phoebe is teaching us this morning. Your platform is a position that God will use to make a way for others. God can use you because you avail yourself to him. In your position, where you are, you can make a difference. All that Brandava was to me that time, he was a companion. He said, come, I'm going with you. We're going to get there. Today, because of Brandava, it was who, you, who he was. He was just no other. He was that character that wants to help everybody else. He started a rehab center in Harangua where he's helping other young people that are addicted to, to drugs. That's the kind of guy he is. And so he teaches us and myself and everyone else, even with Phoebe, that your position is a platform that God can use. The fourth main point. Phoebe wasn't only faithful, she wasn't only fierce, she wasn't only fantastic, Phoebe was fabulous. <laughs> Phoebe was fabulous. Why was she fabulous? It's interesting that even in this passage, we are told that this congregation in Romans, they were supposed to help her with whatever she may need. It's like she had a blank check. Whatever she may need, she had a blank check. And in this, she continued to make a difference. She continues to make a difference. She continues to be this fabulous person. Fabulous because she allowed others to find Jesus. I would like to tell you this story. One day, my wife and I, we were walking in Milan and we were buying a couple of things. It was in the late evening on a Friday. And so when we were busy walking, we see... On this one side of the shops, there was this long queue of people. And so we, we wondered, why is there such a long queue? So we went closer to investigate. And as we were going closer, getting there, we find this shop, dark, black, closed. But everybody's standing outside. So I'm a curious person, 
So I asked the guy close by, dude, do you know what is the reason? What's going on here? He says, bruh, hey, you don't know. This is a, a Crocs uh, sale shop. They have all the sale. You can buy any shoe in Crocs for 50 bucks. It doesn't matter what shoe is it. 50 bucks. Hey, I started making calculations. <laughs> I know how much Crocs cost. I thought, sure. Okay, so what do you do? He says, no, there's people inside, they're busy buying. When they finish, they open the door. The people come out and then another group goes in and then they close the door. I'm like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> I want this. I went all the way with N to the end of the queue. We waited there for about two hours. But the whole time when we were waiting, we saw people coming out with plastic bags, big plastic bags walking out. And we're like, sure, this is the place, yeah? Now we've arrived here. <laughs> it was so many people coming up with so many plastics. People in front of us started to phone family members. Hey, tell me now, what size is uh, Tabo? What size is, is hey, uh, what size is Richard? What, what size? And we thought, sure, 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 sure. 50 bucks, we're gonna get in there. Phoebe was fabulous. Why was she fabulous? She was courageous. Your courage will pave a way for others to find Jesus. You see, um, it didn't matter why we were on the queue. The fact that this guy told me it was 50 bucks, I was already ready to stand on the queue. When we live our lives for the Lord, when we speak about Him, when we go out and we make a difference in the world around us, man, we inspire people to go at the back of the queue and say, I want that. Whatever those people are getting in there, I want that. I want what those people are getting. Because you have paved the way for others to find Jesus. Phoebe was faithful. Phoebe was fierce. Phoebe was fantastic. Phoebe was fabulous. The question is this morning. Are you willing to be the seventh hero? Even when it's not Maybe an easy thing. You might think, yeah, I don't think it's so, it's so it's, I'm, I'm that person. Will you allow the Lord to lead you to make a difference in his kingdom so that you can make a difference in the world around you? That we can be like Phoebe. I mean, he... She delivered the, the, the letter of the Romans. We wouldn't have the book of Romans if it wasn't for her delivering it and us having the copy this morning. And so the question is, are you willing to be that different? If the answer is yes, I would like to invite you to stand, please. I'm standing because I need the Lord to heal, to lead me and to, 
make me a difference in his kingdom and to bring about his will wherever I am and whatever I do, wherever I go. Father, we want to thank you this morning that we can learn from the life of Phoebe. That, Lord, we are called to be faithful, to be fierce, to be fantastic and fabulous because of what you've done in our lives. Father, I pray for each one of us standing, myself included, this morning, that, God, may you lead us to make a difference in your kingdom. In whichever way, small or big, it doesn't matter, as long as it's for your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray this morning that you, the one who is able to keep us from stumbling, may you continue to be great in our lives, Lord. May we continue to live for you. May glory come to your name forever and ever. Amen.